you. even though we're a whole, even though we're on different opposite sides of the earth, you know, um, yeah. you know, doesn't change anything. Knowledge is knowledge, and we can all spread that. Calvin. I'm a front-end developer. I have a digital product agency called Chapter 2 Creative, where we build web and mobile applications. Um, and yeah, I've been programming for about three years, and I'm ready to make a dent in this industry. Yeah, so. that, that's so smooth. Welcome <laughs> to Life Encounters, Calvin. Yeah, yeah, very. You, thank you. This is a very big privilege to have someone from like abroad on our podcast and you are the first guest on our yeah, podcast. Yeah, you are our first guest, so I hey, appreciate it. Sweet. Yeah. Thank you. So oh, yeah, I standards high. Yeah. <laughs> so uh I've always wanted to ask you about like your situation with COVID. Like I know it has you have you you were a victim of COVID nineteen, right? So just tell us a little bit about that situation. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, just like the rest of the world, um, I think we start, I started, I was in New York at the time, in New York City, and um, actually, no, not New York City, I was in Rochester, New York, I was still in college, Uh, lockdown started in like March 2020 for us, Uh, and um, it was okay in the beginning, because I was in school, so I was just with my friends. then like things got tough when I came like after the semester ended, uh, I graduated, didn't have a graduation though. Um yeah. and I moved back home. Yeah. And um yeah, it was really hard transition. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like it's already a hard transition being in college for four years and you're going back home. It's like you learn how to live by yourself and you gotta yeah, move back home yeah, with your parents. Sure. Like that's already hard. Um and add COVID on top of it. Um, but I mean, blessed that the industry that I'm in or that yeah. we're, we're in, like, yeah, doesn't require us to go into an office. We can work remotely. Yeah, we can work. work. Like that's you know, very, long, that's very good for us. Yeah, that's like, like as long as we have an internet thing. connection. Exactly. As long as we have an internet connection, we are good to go. That's um, right. so like fast forward the whole year. I mean, 2020 was a big year for me. Um, and ironically. It was yeah. probably one of my best years um, because 2020 was the year that you know I started my personal development journey, my entrepreneurial journey. Uh, I started yeah, to I discover see. more about myself, what I like, what I don't like, what I want to do with the rest of my life. Uh, yeah. And you know that got me thinking. I started reading books, business books, self-help books. Started networking sure. with people online. Um, whoever's like whoever was in the entrepreneurial space, I just wanted to meet, uh, put myself yeah. outside my comfort zone, and um, yeah. started um, hanging around in the right crowds, um, all virtually, of course. Yeah. Uh, so 2020 uh, was a, a good year for me. Yeah, let, for sure. Let me like up? pause you. What do you mean when you say the right cr- crowd? Did you like had a past or anything? Um, yeah. So the right crowd, like I said, I say right crowd because. Um, it was like I wanted to surround myself with more entrepreneurs or 
um, people who thought um, who like, had like more ambitions and goals outside of like, just staying like at their nine to five job. Have the same mindsets with you. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I wanted to find more people, more like-minded people, so, and um, I found that on Facebook, uh, different Facebook groups, uh, and I was not used to uh networking like that but yeah. i knew i just had to jump on calls with different people meet different yeah. people and and just start doing it um, yeah i think and, and, yeah it, it was the time that like we met like I, I saw you from one of my recommendations so i reached out to you then we started talking like, i think it was yeah for time. sure yeah I feel like, yeah, we've, we've been messaging back and forth for quite some time. Honestly, it's been months. I don't yeah. remember when our first message was, but um, yeah, yeah man, I see, I see your journey. You started making more content. I see you're designing. So it's good stuff, yes, man. Keep keep it up. Thank you. Thank you. So like, like how this COVID changed us, like just take, for example, this is most up and we are not living in the same place, but like we have never met. Like all all the people here in this podcast, like none of of us We're all random, never met each other. (laughs) Yeah, we're here in a podcast. So that's the beauty of the internet. It's connecting people who's never met in real life. And connecting from across the entire world. That's that's crazy. Like just think of it like ten years ago, twenty years ago, this was impossible. Yeah, for yeah, for sure. For you sure, stick sure. with your immediate crowd because you know you yeah. can't. The internet yeah. wasn't as quite established. Yeah. So, so uh, this episode, like, we are we are going to be talking about the metaverse and the meta in the world, like the changing name of Facebook. So, what do you think about that? Like, the name uh, Facebook changing their name to Meta. And what does that mean? Yeah, so um, from where I stand, I think Facebook changing their name is uh, a big step uh, of like authority into the space. Um, yeah. Like they are already such a powerful company um, and they want to start um make they want to make their stance and position themselves in this metaverse or moving forward in the blockchain space um it's going to be super interesting as facebook being in a web 2 space and all about taking your data and selling it um how they're going to transition that into the web 3 space where it is all about decentralization yeah. and um, power to the people and our and controlling and the people controlling their data. Uh, it's I'm gonna be I'm, I'm actually I'm really curious about how Facebook or Meta um, is gonna yeah. position themselves because now they are going from a company where they have all this data on us, but now if they're positioning themselves onto the blockchain. I wonder. Yeah, that's very to what, interesting. Yeah, I wonder to what degree or what extent are they gonna um, gatekeep it? Because I know there's definitely gonna be some degree of gatekeeping, knowing these big tech companies. I wouldn't sure, be surprised yeah. if they go as far as um, creating their own blockchain. 
That that's true. That, like, but like to me, yeah. To me, like the changing of Facebook and everything, I think it's just like a move to like get out of the bad light that Facebook has been. You know, Facebook has been a bad company lately yeah, with all have, the selling of yeah, data. Yeah, getting sued lately. Yeah, and, and for sure, huge like in develop developing countries and all. I I heard that like they interfered with the poli- politics and all those stuff. So I think rebranding is just like a move to like shift all the bad press that Facebook had. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean maybe yeah, it could be for PR so, purposes, but it's you know they did also like we everyone knows it's still facebook so there's to some degree exactly yeah. where i think people are still going to be afraid of what they're going to do in in the uh in the blockchain space at least how exactly. they're going to position themselves uh, i don't think like people are going to be able to search up meta very quick, quickly like like you get what i'm saying yeah like um, normal people yeah. searching searching facebook on their browser to log in and you know do their social media stuff i think not not many people knows that facebook changed their name to meta like it's only yeah, us yeah, who are into, like, the, into industry. the industry like yeah. like yeah so true yeah. i think it would be hard Very for people point. to pick up like meta look to be searching meta inside of facebook to log in their accounts and chat with friends mm-hmm. and all stuff like that. Yeah, no, you do raise a good point. Like, unless you're in the in the industry, um, yeah, Facebook will probably still be Facebook for you. Um, and yeah, Meta sure. may be a new company, or maybe a new face for you. Um, yeah. and that is, yeah. Um, but at the same time, uh, adoption is going to take a long time. Uh, it's very long time. Uh, I don't. I it's like ar and vr are still like they've been around for a while but they're still nowhere near yeah yeah exactly like commercial level i mean not commercial but like consumer level where you know everybody can afford it exactly that that's what makes it a bit spectacle like meta might feel like the metaverse even though like the idea is great but like i don't think we are ready for it and especially from a social media company. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, it, but it's going to definitely take time. I, they're starting now. Um, yeah. Because it's early. Give them a, give them a handful of years, and their yeah. Meta's going to be quite established with their own. Uh, yeah, their although own yeah, it might and definitely whatever. be and, the future. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and I've I, I saw somewhere. An article that um, Meta they're they're gonna have their own physical stores, so they're they're really yeah, trying like, to um, bridge the gap of uh, entering entering the metaverse almost like yeah. show the average person uh, what it is, uh, what it could be, what the capabilities are. Because um, yeah. if say you don't you're not online that much, right? So you you don't really aware of what's happening within the tech space but if you have um a, the store meta yeah. if meta has a store in your in you know in your city your neighborhood yeah. um 
you're going to be a lot more knowledgeable about it. You want to go check yeah, it out. Yeah. And, you know, you can check and, it out in person. The hardware is there. Like, everything is there set up for you. All you got to do is experience it. Yeah, um, sure. that that will help a lot with adoption. Yeah, definitely. So, so like now let, let's talk about like the marketing strategy in changing their name to Meta. So, what do you think about that? Uh, marketing strategy wise, like in what sense? Like in in like pushing their what do you mean? Like. The creative name, like how how it's got, how they got meta, like the creativeness behind it. So before that, uh huh, continue. Yeah. So, like, let's take a, uh, an example, like your your design agency, the chapter two creative. So, like, let's talk about how you got that name, like the marketing strategy behind the name, how people are going to feel when they hear the name gotcha okay yeah i mean yeah for sure um well first for meta i don't know uh, to me it's not that that creative um they just took half the half the word of metaverse and it's made made it made that um and they just literally took it's the word that um you hear often already metaverse yeah and that word yeah, has been sure. has been thrown around a lot and sure. um they just took it and i guess it, it's definitely good for marketing because uh, then it's in your head you already know you already know yeah uh, yeah for you sure no metaverse so you're sure. you're no metaverse you're gonna remember meta um sure and it's facebook so they they got the money to to claim claim that uh digital territory yeah so yeah, like i saw like they didn't even get the instagram user username for meta right so it's taken by a motorcycle company yeah um uh, their instagram handle isn't meta because that's taken by uh, a magazine i believe oh um, was I don't it know a if in the works i something like that yeah um yeah i'm so sure they're in the works in the background trying to claim it um but We'll see if they get it. Um, but at the same time, no, so, but they literally own the Instagram. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> but, but so, it's it's con- it's going to be controversial if they just take the account name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they're trying to play it safe. Yeah. So but, um, I mean, we'll see. And it's uh, definitely not a priority to get an Instagram handle. So. Yeah. Yeah. So we just Google. Uh, I, I just googled it now. And I found yeah. Meta for businesses. That's like the official handle. Yeah, yeah. It's verified and all. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was like their Instagram is We Are Meta. Oh yeah, and another one We Are Meta. Yeah, just saw that one too. Yeah, I mean, so, they're already pushing it out there. I've, I've seen ads already. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're running ads yeah, for it. I've been getting their ads too. So let's talk about, like, I, I've known that you, you are like a crypto and NFT guru. Like, you're very interested <laughs> in NFTs. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm, like, I'm just, definitely interested, but I don't call myself a guru. <laughs> nah, not fair. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, you are, your process of being a guru. NFTs, so, let's talk about NFTs. Yeah. 
like I've been interested. Like, NFT in metaverse. Uh, like I saw an article or was it a video? Like they were talking about how you are going to get your NFTs like in your uh, virtual home in metaverse, like hanging around, and you can show people like you know how NFT works. So you can yeah. just flex with them or have. Oh yeah, I, saw, I also yeah. saw it on that cheesy. Mark Zuckerberg's video. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's gonna be a digital space. So all these NFTs that you that you purchase and own, yeah, it's definitely yeah. gonna be a flex a flex uh, factor to it, a cloud factor where you want to show off what you got. It's uh, kind of I feel like it's in in, in human nature to just want to feel important. Um, yeah. Yeah. Can you explain what NFTs are for like you know a person that doesn't know what NFT is? Yeah, so uh it's breaking down. NFT stands for non-fungible token. Um yeah. non-fungible means it can't be replicated, duplicated, you can't make a copy of it. Um so if compared to um something like cash, um like yeah. physical cash. You can print more, so cash is fungible. You can make more, yeah. and each bill um, theoretically will have the same value. Um, one bill isn't more important than the other. Um, yeah. They they serve the same purpose: uh, an exchange in currency, uh, exchange currency, or uh, exchange it for goods and services. Uh, NFT, yeah. on the other hand, is like art. They're like the Mona Lisa. Um, yeah. There is only one of them. And uh, you can make you can make fake copies of it, but it's not the real deal. So yeah. how how um, the NFT is slightly different than the Mona Lisa is because it's in a digital space now. You can't make yeah. a copy of an NFT. So say you can make a copy of the Mona Lisa. Um, there's no way to claim or to prove that your copy. Um, is it real? One. Yeah, there's no way to prove. There's no way to prove that um, you know, uh, who owns it, or at least yeah, yeah who owns it. So then well, like, my question is, in US, yeah. is like the NFT market actually like functioning? Oh, for sure. The the market here is, well, I don't know if it's just for the US, but just NFTs in general. Yeah. Uh, the 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 um I don't know the exact numbers, but I know for a fact the um numbers each quarter are going up. Um, so the amount of yeah. revenue generated and sales are going up every quarter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's definitely not just a uh, something to take lightly now. Um, compared sure. to what it was a couple of months ago. Because sure. it's proven that there's a lot of value in here and there's a lot of money in it. Yeah, for sure. The reason like, why I asked is because, you know, here in this part of the world, like usually before we adapt to tech or anything new, it has to be like, let's say, 10, 15 years later, really yeah, slow. Sure. And like our people here are not that welcome into technology, especially like the leaders, which are like the older generation and all. So, like, in this part of the world, NFT is just for, like, the nerds like us, the yeah. people who know technology and all. 
So to us, it's just like something hearing from the TV or anything because, like, we don't really, we don't really do anything. We only hear about it and oh, Logan Paul sold this NFT. Someone, an artist, made this and got billions in yeah. crypto sure. and all. Sure. Yeah, not for sure. And um, but I think the beauty of the the blockchain is access now. It's uh, if anyone you have access if you have an internet connection and you have access to it yeah it's not like the centralized space right now where you you're able to cut people off from it um you know because it's it's centralized um as long as you don't have access to as long as you don't have access to make requests to the server you're not getting any data back from it um with the blockchain it's no one owns that it's it's open network it's open peer-to-peer network so you have access to internet, you can access access it. Yeah, like I see that, a lot yeah, of that's going to change. It's going to change things. Very soon. Like I see a lot of people going into the Web 3.0. That that's the crypto uh, blockchain stuff, right? The Web yeah, that's 3.0. What, I mean, yeah, that's what Web 3.0 is. Web 3.0 is essentially. Um, where I compare it is you take web two traditional client server internet yeah. um, and web three is essentially instead of hitting uh, instead of sending requests to a server you're sending your request to a blockchain so yeah. your back end your back end is going to be powered by a blockchain instead of All right. a server you can even make your own cryptocurrency and nfts stuff like that yeah um learn learn the um, programming languages so if you want to build on ethereum you have solidity uh, if you want to build on solana you have rust that uh, have c and maybe c plus plus two i could I might be wrong there don't quote me uh, on that um <laughs> and uh i know there's some other something called i think it's viper it's like a, a python flavored uh okay. version of solidity um so you yeah. can build on these different blockchains you build you can build um the, build your own nft build your own cryptocurrency um whatever you can imagine you know because the power is yeah. in the code you learn it you can build whatever you want with it yeah so lately i saw from your story the other day like you were talking about your nft uh, your nft projects you are working on yeah i recently joined a team a couple weeks ago um the idea is, I mean, we're, we're still, we're you know back to the drawing board now. Because after the, uh, our interview with YC, um, yeah. they, you know, after uh, hearing their feedback, uh, we are back to the drawing board. But, it was, but essentially, we want to connect the, uh, the NFT space uh, and the cr- content creator space and kind of mash those two yeah. together. We're, we're helping emerging content creators. Well, not just actually uh, take a step back, not content creators, but just creators in general. Uh, yeah. So we want to help emerging creators uh, you know, get into the NFT space and um, help them uh, transition or adopt it easier um, and start yeah. start making money with it and start taking advantage of the, of the system. For sure, for sure. So I think... Uh, uh, I think that's very interesting. So, Musab, do you have any other question for Calvin? Um, do you do you, do you invest in crypto? Uh, yeah. So, 
Um, I had um, a handful of ETH, uh, but recently spent it. Well, yeah, recently spent majority of it on NFTs. Um, so I just believe in the space, and uh, they're they're honestly addicting. Like once you start, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's hard to stop. Like I, I invested in Shiba too, like. And yeah, how's that? How's that up. going for you? Man, that shit is going crazy. You know, it's Shiba going is up. Going yeah. Yeah, yeah just sure. keep an eye on it because coins yeah, like that sure. are super volatile and you know you could be up some 300 like 300 percent now and then drop 500 the next day so keep an eye yeah. on wow sure. yeah so team calvin we are in the end of the episode uh i think this was very fun having you here and you are the first uh guest we have on here and it's a privilege to have you here. Yeah, so, definitely all the way from US, man. Yeah, yeah I like sure. I like we have listeners from US, Germany, and stuff like that. But like we, we haven't got any, you know, guests from there. So it's a privilege to have you, and thank you for joining us. So just give a word of wisdom to you know people listening, you know, about their journey, and you know if they are content creators or anything just about life um yeah man i mean again um, thank you for inviting me uh and allowing me to share on your platform i mean even though we're a whole even though we're on different opposite sides of the earth you know um it doesn't change anything knowledge is knowledge and we can all spread that um yeah some word of advice uh um I mean, one thing that always sticks with the mind, like if you, uh, if you ever want to enter the entrepreneurial space or yeah. start your own project, startup, whatever cases, you know, you do something that's not the non, that's not the traditional nine to five. Um, yeah. One advice that's that I've learned the hard way is you got to learn, uh, learn what, learn what you need when you need it. Yeah, and sure. um, basically that means you can't learn everything at once uh, and ex- and you know expect to just learn it and memorize it um, yeah. traditional school system i don't know how how it is in your side of the world but in the u.s the yeah. school system hasn't changed in decades it's way worse here teach, man it is way uh, worse <laughs> they teach Terrible. us here how to regurgitate information and that's not that's not how you learn you learn by applying so yeah. Yeah. You learn what you need when you need it. Don't try to learn everything at once. Exactly. Uh, wow, well, that's right. that that makes sense, man. <laughs> I, I felt that. I felt that. Same so, here. I felt that. So, that's so a powerful just one. do the outro for us today. And you guys listening, you should follow we'll leave a link somewhere on our you know, Spotify or Apple iTunes to okay. Calvin's socials. So yeah, but I think you should plug it right now like all his socials before we do the outro all right calvin let's go ahead yeah so um if you enjoyed my talk and learn more about nfts and programming um front-end development follow me on instagram at calvin toes that's c-a-l-v-i-n-t-o-e-s all one word uh you can also check out my website at calvintoes.com and uh, my digital product agency is called Chapter Two Creative. So it's Chapter Two, all spelled out. 
Um, and Instagram's at chapter2creative underscore because I couldn't get chapter2creative. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Thank you so much for um, having us, or should I say you coming on the podcast. Yeah, man, it's been uh, a It has been great getting to know you and learning about NFTs and crypto and coding. And for the listeners, thank you so much for listening. Um, more amazing episodes are coming up soon. So make sure you subscribe, yeah. rate us, and we'll, you will hear from us soon. Take it easy. Peace. Yeah, for sure.